In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus saw the city and wept over it because it did not recognize the time of God's coming. Let us confess our part in the self-centeredness and sin in the life of our community. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things we have done and things we have failed to do. Turn us again to you and uphold us by your spirit so that we may live and serve you in newness of life through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Dear friends, God, who was rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. May Almighty God strengthen you with the power of the Holy Spirit so that Christ might live in your hearts through faith. Amen.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Also with you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Alleluia, alleluia. Ask and it shall be given unto you. See Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, we implore you to hear the prayers of your people. Be our strong defense against all harm and danger, that we may live and grow in faith and hope. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. First reading is from Lamentations, the third chapter, beginning at the 22nd verse. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul that seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for one to bear the yoke in youth, to sit alone in silence when the Lord has imposed it, to put one's mouth to the dust, there may yet be hope, to give one's cheek to the smiter and be filled with insults. For the Lord will not reject forever. Although he causes grief, he will have compassion according to the abundance of his steadfast love for he does not willingly afflict or grieve anyone. Word of God, word of life, thanks be to God. We'll read the psalm responsively. I will exalt you, O Lord, because you have lifted me up and have not let my enemies triumph over me. You brought me up, O Lord, from the dead. You restored my life as I was going down to the grave. Sing praise to the Lord, all you holy You have turned my wailing into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. Therefore my heart sings to you without ceasing. O Lord my God, I will give you thanks forever. The second reading is from 2 Corinthians, beginning the 6th chapter, beginning at the first verse. 
That was you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in utmost eagerness, and in our love for you. So we want you to excel also in this generous undertaking. I do not say this as a command, but I am testing the genuineness of your love against the earnestness of others. For you know the generous act of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. And in this matter I am giving my advice. It is appropriate for you who began last year not only to do something, but even to desire to do something. Now finish doing it so that your eagerness may be matched by completing it according to your means. For if the eagerness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. I do not mean that there should be relief for others and pressure on you, but it is a question of a fair balance between your present abundance and their need, so that their abundance may be for your need, in order that there may be fair balance. As it is written, the one who had much did not have too much, and the one who had little did not have too little. Word of God, word of life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. This is the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him, and he was by the sea. Then one of the leaders of the synagogue named Jairus came, and when he saw him, fell at his feet and begged him repeatedly, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be well and live. So Jesus went with him, and a large crowd followed him and pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years. She had endured, many such, endured much under many physicians and had spent all that she had. She was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak, for she said, if I but touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately her hemorrhage stopped, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. Immediately aware that the power had gone forth from him, Jesus turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing in on you. How can you say, Who touched me? Jesus looked all around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth. Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. 
While Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the leader's house to say, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the leader of the synagogue, do not fear, only believe. He allowed no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the house of the leader of the synagogue, he saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. When he had entered, he said to them, why do you make a commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at Jesus. Then he put all them outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means little girl, get up. And immediately the girl got up and began to walk about. She was 12 years of age. At this, they were overcome with amazement. And Jesus strictly ordered them that no one should know about this and told them to give her something to eat. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ.
About 500 years ago, Europeans began building these big boxes called Wunderkammer. This is German for Cabinet of Wonders. Each cabinet resembled a bookcase that was full of unusual objects you didn't see every day. A feather, a gem, a mirror, a drawing, a coin, a dried flower. You might imagine that looking at a Wunderkammer was like rummaging through someone's drunk drawer, but there was a particular way you were supposed to do it. You would look at or hold two different objects, let's say a deer antler and a fossil, and you would think about the juxtaposition between the two objects. How does one object change how you see the other object? And St. Mark uses a similar technique in his gospel. Sometimes he tells us a story, and then he drops another story in the middle of it. And sometimes we assume it's just sloppy editing on Mark's part, but it's very intentional. He wants us to think about how the two stories interpret, challenge, and reinforce one another. So the whole gospel itself is a kind of cabinet of wonders for us. Now you heard an example of that today. Today's gospel story was actually two different stories. The first story was about a man named Jairus who was sick with a daughter, who has a sick daughter at home. And that story was broken up seemingly inexplicably in the middle by another story about a woman who's been bleeding for years. And so we're gonna treat those two stories today like our own little cabinet of wonders, holding them next to each other and seeing how they do more together than they could by themselves. Let's start with just one moment in that second story. Jesus is walking through a crowd of people when a woman touches his cloak, thinking that just touching Jesus will be enough to heal her. And when she touches his cloak, Jesus feels something change in him. And so he tries to figure out who it was. Now, an obvious question for us to be thinking about is why does Jesus want to know who touched him? Our expectation is that Jesus probably wants to know because he is upset. Jesus only has a limited amount of time and energy, and people can't just go using it up whenever they want. And God knows that Jairus' daughter is going to take up half an afternoon. And don't you have any idea just how busy Jesus is? And that seems to be what the woman thinks. When she approaches Jesus, Mark tells us that she approaches with fear and trembling. She's ready to get chastised, called out in front of all of her friends and neighbors. And the disciples seem to think it's something similar. When Jesus asks who touched him, they think he's being ridiculous. They look around and think, you'll never figure out who it was, so don't waste your energy trying. Look at all these people, let's just get a move on. But that's not what Jesus does. Jesus confirms her healing. He doesn't heal her again. He just confirms what's already happened. He essentially says, yes, you're right. You've been healed of your disease. And this is surely a relief to this woman, but it really doesn't answer our question. Why did Jesus stop everything so he could tell this woman something she already knew? Well, in Mark's gospel, Jesus' miracles are always about creating relationships with people. They're always about bringing people to trust and inviting them to find their life in him. 
So what Jesus is worried about here isn't that this woman is taking up limited resources. He's not mad that she touched him. He's worried that there'll be a miracle that takes place outside of a relationship. A miracle that takes place without a relationship is just what? It's a magic trick. And what do you say after someone performs a magic trick? How do you do that? But that's not the question that Jesus wants people to be asking. The question Jesus wants them to be asking, the question they asked in last week's gospel, actually, is who is this? That's why Jesus seeks this woman out in the crowd. He doesn't say, you're better because you touched my magic robe. He says, your faith has made you well. And faith here is really just trust. Jesus doesn't want people to be amazed or surprised or excited. Jesus wants people's trust. To say, who is Jesus? Well, someone who's interested in my flourishing, someone that I can depend on, and someone I can rely on. That's one object. Let's go back into the cabinet and pull out a second object, the story about Jairus' daughter. If you read that story by itself, in isolation from everything else, you would think the climax of that story is the moment when the girl walks again and people are overcome with amazement, and Mark says, oh yeah, she was 12, I should have said that. In the King James Version, we're told that these people were astonished with great astonishment. But remember what we learned in the first story. That Jesus really isn't interested in people being amazed or people being astonished or even people being astonished with great astonishment. Jesus is interested in people's trust. And you notice how Jesus responds to all their excitement. He says, no one can know about this. Because just like he didn't want the woman in the crowd to be healed without a relationship, Jesus doesn't want the people to be, uh, to be impressed without an encounter. So the first story actually changes where we find the climax of the second story. The really transformative moment in that story comes in this little aside that Jesus makes to Jairus. While people are wailing and clamoring and pushing around, Jesus leans over to Jairus and says, do not fear, only believe. Believe here is, comes from the Greek word for, you guessed it, trust. Essentially, Jesus says the same thing he says to the unnamed woman. Do not fear, only trust. And whenever we gather here today at table, Christ says the same thing to us. Like the woman healed, we're too precious and valuable to be written off or left to our own devices. Jesus stops everything to say to us, do not fear, only trust. And like Jairus, surrounded by the wailing, Jesus cuts through the fever of life with, with words of grace and truth. Your faith has made you well. So what we celebrate here today at table is not a magic trick. It's not meant to impress you or amaze you or astonish you. It's not that bread turns into body or wine turns into blood. Though the gift we celebrate here is that, like Jairus and the unnamed woman, that Christ seeks us out again and again and again, in the middle of the crowd, cutting through all the noise, the body of wonders that brings us to faith, Christ is given for you.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Invite the assembly to stand as we join the church around the world confessing our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the red body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us come before our triune God in prayer. God of hope, the ministry of your church extends across borders from nearby neighbors to far and distant countries. Accompany all those who labor eagerly in service of the gospel and through your good news that all might experience transformation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty God, we give you thanks for the air we breathe, the water we drink, the land that provides our food. Guard all species of plants and animals from harsh changes in climate and empower us to protect what you have made. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Righteous God, we pray for the nations and their leaders. Give them a spirit of compassion and steer them toward a fair distribution of resources, that none among us would have too much or too little. We pray especially this week for the people of Kenya and Tanzania. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God of healing, your touch has the power to make us whole. We pray for those suffering from physical or mental illnesses. Embrace those who are sick. Surround them with your unwavering presence. If you have any other petitions, I invite you to offer those at this time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of hope, empower us to witness to your name in all nations, to struggle for your justice, and to persevere with faith and humor in the tasks that you have given to us each day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. With thanksgiving, we remember those who have died. Keep us in communion with all the saints until we at last find our rest in you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We offer these prayers in the one who makes us well, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always and also with you. This is a call and response. I'll sing the calls. Repeat after me and we'll sing the choruses together.
Let us pray. God of life, Savior of the poor, receive our offerings in gratitude for your goodness, penitence for our pride, 
and dedication to your service. Our Lord, amen. The Lord be he with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection, open to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. We praise you, all holy God, our maker, our lover, our keeper. For the universe beyond our knowing, for lands and seas and all their animals, for the Hackensack River, the Palisades, the Ramapo Mountains, for friends and strangers and family, for homes and grocery stores and libraries, for ponds reformed food pantry, and Iglesia Lutherana Santa Isabel. We praise you for your covenant people for Abraham and Sarah, Moses and Miriam and the psalmist, and for centuries of faithful Christians, for Mary and Mary Magdalene, Peter and Paul, Cyril and Catherine. We praise you for your son, Jesus Christ, who saves us from sin and evil and who rouses us from sleep, who in the night before he died took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. We pray, O God, for your Holy Spirit, your breath, your fire, your wisdom. Nourish us with the body and blood of Christ, Inspire your people for service and renew the world with your mercy. All praise and honor to you, blessed and holy Trinity, one God, now and forever. Amen. And gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The body of Christ given for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. and earth, as Jesus taught his disciples to be persistent in prayer, give us patience and courage never to lose hope, but always to bring our prayers before you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.
At this time, we open things up for any announcements, joys, and concerns. Did anyone have anything they wanted to share with the congregation? I don't see anything. I want to remind you, you're, you're going to get the newsletter this week. It'll be in the email and on the website. It should be in mailboxes by the end of the week. Uh, two things are of note in that. One is in July, we're going to do uh, Forgiving and Advocacy, the Backpack Collection for the Center for Food Action. And we're going to add on something St. Matthew Trinity related uh, for their lunchtime ministry program in Hoboken. So we'll have that. There'll be more information on that. And then I'm going to lead a small group thing on Wednesday evenings in the Memorial Guard on the small catechism. Uh, so there'll be more information on that. Think of it like it's like confirmation when you audit something and you don't get graded. It'll be like that. It'll be fun. Uh, so there'll be more information on that. And then this coming week, uh, we have family in town, so I'm going to be taking Thursday afternoon and Tuesday off. I'll be back. I'll preside on Sunday, but I'll be slower with email and correspondence. So just be aware of that. And that is all I have. So I invite you to receive the blessing. May Christ draw you to humility and worship and bring you to see God at work. And may Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace, excel in everything. Thanks be to God. Ha, ha, ha.
turned way up for some reason. So I'm not sure what, what that means. Wow, your level's really way up there, too. Yeah, everything else 